The Viewpoint on SAFM. Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to SAFM Viewpoint. This is Song is on my Bedway on Monday, live from Auckland Park Studios. It's a new week. It's the 20th of June, an opportunity to be bold, to be brave, to be beautiful. And for us here, it's an opportunity to engage conversations of national interest. It's not the first time this platform is engaging this question. It's not the first time as an individual I'm even speaking to Mr. Gavin Kelly, the CEO of the Road Freight Association. He's on the phone together with Mr. William Lehwati, Satawu Freight Coordinator. Now, the recent blockade on the N3 is something that would have left many people frustrated, many scared. And this conversation about trucks, South Africa, roads, the SADC question, regional integration are some of the issues essentially that will feature in that conversation. Now, the Interministerial Committee on Trucking and Logistics Industry, comprising of the Minister of Transport, Home Affairs, SAPS, as well as Labour and Employment, briefed the media this afternoon. This comes after truckers blockaded the N3 highway linked to the Durban port, which is key to shippers from many African countries, Malawi, Zimbabwe, Zambia, among others. It's estimated that Repeated disruptions may cost the economy something like 300 million. South Africa at this stage absolutely cannot afford any loss to its economy, not least something of the region of 300 million. The drivers have grievances in the influx or rather with the influx of foreign drivers in the trucking industry. And this concern is that they have been rising for years. So they would feel that nothing has been done about it. As a result of these grievances, the very same interministerial committee is dealing with this matter today. This was formed in 2019 following disruptive protests by disgruntled South African truck drivers. That's why I'm saying it's ongoing. And of course, 2019 wasn't really for the first time. The question has got to be, among others, jobs, job opportunities, foreign nationals coming in to be exploited because they cost less to the employer. The question is, as it was in 2019, as it continues to be this year now, in this conversation, what is the way forward? Is this interministerial platform assisting? Satao, the union, is on the line. Gavin Kelly, the CEO of the Road Freight Association, is on the line. So perhaps let me just get an understanding from the trucking business. We'll get into the grievance issues a little bit later, but first, in fact, let me, I propose to take an ad break now. But Mr. Gavin Kelly, the question for you is, and perhaps you can have the indulgence of the ad break to think about it, a bird's eye view of the industry, the Road Freight Association, what it wants, what it doesn't want, and what it wants from who, and what it does not want from who. Paint the picture for South Africans who may not quite know the intricate detail for us in this matter. After the break, you're on. The Viewpoint on SAFM with Songizomapeke, Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. Kevin Kelly, good evening. Welcome to SAFM. Your thoughts, please. Okay, Kevin is not on the line. Okay, I suppose let me go to Mr. William Lehwati, Satawu Freight Coordinator. Ndate Lehwati, um, let's hear the perspective of the union representing essentially the grievances that are raised by the truck drivers in this industry. What can you say are the non-negotiables? What can you say are the issues that will persist for so long as there isn't 
a solution, and perhaps you might even want to propose the solution, to essentially the growing influx of foreign truck drivers being employed by South African freight companies to do work that I would assume many of your members feel, or others who would want to be your members can do and should be the province and preserve of South Africans. Well, thanks very much, and, and good evening to the listeners uh, of SAFM, and thanks for inviting us. Look, perhaps we should start to say that the issues that are raised by um, people that uh, are currently blockading our national roads are issues that are discussed at the central bargaining process, and are not issues that can be negotiated outside the the central bargaining process. But however, in terms of initiatives that has been taken, it is quite evident that um, if, 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 if we implement the action plan that was adopted, um, obviously we will we'll realize our objectives. Why we are saying this is because we have just currently entered into a compact agreement with all stakeholders constituting the task team uh, which consists of ministerial trust team and, of course, established by the President of the Republic. Um, the principle and objective is to achieve measures of stability within road freight and logistic industry. Since the dawn of all these economic disruptions and, and, and of course, through, uh, through road, uh, national road blockage, and, and I must indicate to you that, and the listeners, that we are proud to pronounce that we have adopted and endorsed the terms of reference and the action plans. Now, in relation to the terms of uh, reference, that includes, amongst others, the enforcement of work visa or perhaps permit, and also the validity of a foreign driver's license including the registration with the labor legislative framework by all affiliated companies. And lastly, the integration and multidisciplinary joint law enforcement. All these um, uh, action plans um, have its own evaluation and methodologies, of course, which includes, among others as well, time frames, and which involve all departments and stakeholders responsible in an and, 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 and implement, and implementation plan, of course. Uh, this is what I can share for now. Who are the stakeholders? Uh, who are the people who have come up with this implementation plan or the bodies? The stakeholders that I'm referring to um, uh, is government departments, which include Department of Home Affairs, Department of Police, Department of uh, uh, Transport, and Department of Employment and, uh, and Labor, including uh, party unions to the bargaining concern, which in this case is SATAO, South, South African Transport and Allied Workers Union, including Water Transport Workers Union, and also the bargaining co- uh, uh, concern for road freight and logistics industry including, again, as well, um, the, the Road Freight Employers Association and, and also NIASA and CU as well. Those okay. are the stakeholders that we are referring to. You did not mention the Road Freight Association, the association that represents the private interests or the businesses in the business of freight. Why are they missing? 
Um, I, I, I thought I'd refer, I, I, I reflect on them because I've said Road Freight Association, it's RFA. Okay. It, it, it's a pity we don't have Gavin Kelly because his stance reiterated its stance on the issue and told the briefing that they did not support that resolution. I'm just, I really would want to know what particular re- resolution he refers to because he is quoted as saying that somebody clever is trying to capture the industry and as a result they will not accept it. It's a pity I can't quite engage Gavin Kelly right now to get exactly what it is that he means. But let's assume now that this master plan is universally, at least this is what I accept from what you're saying, it is universally accepted. What are the true implications of this action plan in relation to what is a fact right now? Some freight companies have employed within their rank nationals of Lesotho, Swaziland, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Namibia, even Zambia and Angola in certain instances. What is the position of Sotawo on that issue? Well, uh, let's start to say it is untimely to make preconception as to whether um, some of the affiliated companies within the industry are employing foreign nationals, in particular those undocumented. But if you look at the action plan that I've made reference to, it talks to the activities, the expected outcomes, the time frames, and the, 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 the people that are responsible for the plan, also inclusive of the implementation. Now, that in itself will then now um, uh, gear the outcome of uh, our intended objectives in terms of addressing what is raised uh, by people uh, outside. Okay, I understand but, but, that. But if I may as well, we, uh, I, I'm not in a position to respond to RFA, but because I was part of the International Committee meeting yesterday and, to, and today, what, what, what they are concerned with is with regards to operating license, in particular operator's card. Now, in, 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 in that aspect, we agreed with the minister today to say we are in a democratic world where we should engage amongst ourselves um, until such time we reach a common understanding. Because we don't want a situation where we we'll say we, don't, we, we, don't, we, we cannot consign ourselves uh, uh, to the proposed operating license, where we, we don't express or perhaps allow other stakeholders to, 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 to echo their views so that we come to a, a, a consensus-seeking exercise. Very well. Let me hear from Gavin Kelly, who is now on hold, the CEO of the Road Freight Association. Let me assume you understand the nature of the conversation we are holding here, Gavin. For want of time, I'm not going to go deeply into it. And let me equally assume you have heard that everything William Lekhwati has had to say, representing the interest, at least, of Satawa in this matter. Your response simply must first please address what the position of the Road Freight Association is and specifically commenting on what this action plan proposes be the 11 action plans. Uh, thanks. Good, good evening, Songeza, and to all your listeners, and good evening to William. I didn't get what William was saying. Um, first of all, um, we have an action plan that has 11 points to it. Uh, Ten of the eleven we agree with. Uh, point eleven we don't agree with. I can get to that uh, as we go along. Uh, the other ten points really, in, really encapsulate or cover 
the three things that we've been saying for the last four or five years as a party to council, and William is also a party to council, we've been saying these uh, work visas for foreigners, that has to be sorted out. You cannot work in this country unless you have a visa or a permit or whatever they want to call it, and that process must be followed. It can't be short-circuited. There can't be these huge amounts of exemptions made all over the place. So Department of of Home Affairs needs to ensure that that visa process is is corrected. So there are a couple of points that point to that and how it should be fixed. Then there's the Department of Labor. We've been saying to the Department of Labor, there are those employers who have chosen not to abide by the various bits of legislation, and there are a number of bits of legislation. We don't have to create new legislation. You have to abide by a bargaining council agreement if there's one in your sector. We have one in our sector. Mm -hmm. You have to register your employees, in other words, your drivers, but all your employees. You must do that. You must register with council. So we're saying to the Department of Labor, you need to put together the inspection teams, and if you don't have the people or, or, or the, the capacity to do it, then create it and go and inspect the employers and deal with the employers who don't want to be compliant, who want to break the law, because that lies at the very base of it all here. Employers employing foreigners at far lower rates, not paying them the minimums that they are due, so we can make sure South African citizens are employed. Then it's the Department of Transport, and they are really for the other two or three points in that implementation plan, and that's about issuing an operator card, which exists. It has existed for many years. It has a validity period of one year. It's issued when you take out or renew your license for your vehicle, and what we are saying is you don't issue that operator card to anybody unless they can prove they are registered with council, they're doing the correct things, they don't have foreigners that don't have work permits, which should be almost nil, and that they're complying with all the legislation. So if those things are done, we will resolve this. And the plan has dates, it has what needs to be done, who needs to do it, and what that result should be. Consideration of the introduction of operating licenses for the industry. Do I understand you to have an issue with that, given what you have said? You have no issue with 10 of the 11, the 11th being the one that I've just read out, to which you do not make any concessions or accept at the stage. Exactly. That is a scheme by a non-compliant organization that now wants to create an agency from which they will then generate revenue for themselves, and they want to bring into practice something very similar to what's in the taxi industry, where you now require an operator license. We don't need that. Sorry, can I just understand, what is the difference between what an operating license is supposed to be versus what an operating card or an operation card to which you made reference earlier? What's the distinction between those two? Well, an operator card is linked to the owner or the operator or the fleet operator of a vehicle mm-hmm. and is attached to the vehicle. Okay, so you can identify who is responsible for the vehicle. Yes. Whereas an operating license, in their terms, is going to be whether you're allowed to operate on this road or that road or can run this route or that cargo. Market division or allocation, if you like. It, yes. Okay, fair enough. But I don't see, 
bar that point, from what William has said, from what you are saying, Gavin, I don't get that there are major disparities in positions here. One, you pretty much own 10, both of you at least own 10 of the 11 points to this proposed action plan. One, save for this last issue. And I haven't heard something that you wouldn't want the unions or the employees to address. And I haven't heard from William insisting that the Road Freight Association wants something particularly different from it. Where then is the question, is the source of this standoff, this issue that is now officially four years in the making, what truly is the problem and with whom? In other words, why did we have that blockade last week? What says we will not have it tomorrow or the day after or any other time? Gavin? Well, first of of all, you need to understand that this is not a disagreement between the employer and the employee Correct. No, no, registered you. at council. Yeah. Okay. So we've been saying both, and I don't want to speak on behalf of, yes. of the unions, but we have been saying similarly for the last number of years that the root cause lies with two departments not fulfilling their mandate and not doing what they need to do. Being? Well, being, making sure that if... No. Foreigners are going to come work in this country that they have the correct paperwork. So that's Home Affairs. Who else? Which is the other department? Secondly, Department of Labor in going and inspecting employers. And it isn't only in this sector, Mm -hmm. but going and inspecting employers. And those employers who do not abide by the requirements as required in this country in current laws that exist, that you take away the operating cards. You close their business. Very well. Of course, I mean, that would come with some serious damage, not only to the economy, but also to the livelihoods of those who are employed. Let me come back to you then, William, precisely on that issue. The RFA has an issue with the lack of systems in place for a monitoring and evaluation perspective or from an inspection perspective. Certainly it is true for the Department of Labor. They simply don't have enough inspectors on the ground to ensure that there is compliance. And while the problems with South African papers and visas and pretty much border control are well documented, so Home Affairs are certainly under the caution in that regard. Do you have something you wish to confirm that this is the major issue that Satawe has from the perspective of its members, William? No, 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 not really, but look, um, what we should be saying is that uh, a more comprehensive regulation of road freight transport through the issuance of an operating license should be amended. And that deals with um, uh, national road traffic regulations. And once again, one needs to understand that when you talk about integrated and multidisciplinary joint law enforcement, mm-hmm. that, will, that will obviously make determination in terms of our action plan as to where it is the problem, how best the problem can be addressed, and by whom, by whom we are referring to the relevant department that deals with the problem in itself. This is, what, this is how we can respond. If, in other words, the question of work permits was sorted out and the Department of Home Affairs was able to get its act together, can you confirm that Satawu does not have a problem with nationals other than South Africans driving trucks on South African roads? 
We will definitely not not have a problem as such because remember, um, all affiliated companies will be now complying with the legislative framework within which how and when to employ a foreign nationals. And of course, the, the, the inspection that we are referring to in terms of our action plan, once again, it will also make determination as to whether this person has a, a valid a valid visa or work permit or not. Okay, put differently. Would Satawu have an issue if a particular company's in the majority, employs foreign nationals over South Africans. Because I understand that the basis of last week's blockade was, among other things, drivers have grievances with the influx of foreign drivers. Now, this is a different issue to the fact that there are drivers here without the necessary papers. No, thanks very much. Look, um, uh, indeed, Sata would have a problem on the basis that it is our standing view that the, uh, driving is not a scarce skill. And then that is where we'll have a problem because uh, you cannot um, uh, uh, um, infringe what is prescribed by the Immigration Act. Okay, so in other words, Satawu has a problem with foreign nationals driving trucks in South Africa employed by South African companies purely because Satawu is of the view that truck driving is not a specialist skill. That's what I'm deducing from what you have said. Do you disagree? Correct. Okay. Correct. Gavin, how do you respond to that? Because essentially he is saying that members of the association shouldn't be doing this. At least that's the position of Satao. Do you have a response to that? Because I think now we're getting to the bone of the issues. Is Gavin there? Can you hear me? Yes, now I can, Gavin. Okay. We've always stated from the very beginning that if you wish to employ a foreigner, uh, then you need to have a work permit or work visa, whatever that terminology is. And and make no mistake, this is not easy to get. It's not easy to get. So in the in the gazetted list of of scarce skills that is put out by the, the Minister of Labour, that the terminology or or the uh, the description of a truck driver doesn't fall into that description of scarce skills. So to get a, a foreign driver to drive in South Africa is going to take a fair amount of convincing. And one of those bits of convincing is that you've gone, you know, north and south, east and west in the country, high and low, looking for drivers and Couldn't could find. not find a driver. It's <clears throat> been of the position. And if you want to employ a foreigner in a South African company, you need to have a work permit or work visa, whatever. Okay. Someone here is not saying what they truly feel. We have foreigners, it's a fact, driving South African trucks. Okay, forget the fact that they have or don't have papers. That's the reality. Satawu says they have a problem with that because it is not a scarce skill. How then does it happen that members of the association would nonetheless be employing those persons because I think of what has not been said that is the one thing that probably should have received more airtime we all know that there are South Africans who are not in employment who could be as truck drivers but the reality is there's somebody else from another country within SADC shall we say who is doing that and that is what Satawa are taking issue with although it took them a while to say it at least they have said it and from what you are saying, you also don't have an issue with that because truck driving is not a scarce skill. But the, 
end point of it all is that there are these foreign nationals driving South African trucks. So the point that I am ultimately making is this blockade is not the last of it because it hasn't changed anything on the ground, Gavin. You're saying the foreign nationals driving foreign national trucks? No, no, no. Foreign nationals in South Africa driving South African-owned trucks. In other words, what was the basis of the blockade last week hasn't gone away. And it will be an issue as it is today, as it was last week when the blockade was happening. So the question is, how do we get around that? And when do we get around that? It well, was even process, that in 2019. The, the, the process is, is to remove those foreigners out of the employment in South Africa. Now, that's going to be quite a, 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 a fraught process, because you can imagine there's going to be challenges to that. Look, there are some of our members who employ foreign drivers who drive foreign legs. They don't drive in South Africa. I accept that. Okay. And that's for a specific, um, you know, route up there. And they'll use a, 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 a Zambian driver in Zambia and what have you. So, so don't get that one in, in the picture. Mm-hmm. But we all agree. We all agree. And that has been consensus of that agreement today. That, that in the stop what's happening, we have to address three major problems. The first is that there are a lot of foreign drivers driving in South Africa who don't have the right paperwork. No, no, no. Sorry, Gavin, let me interrupt you. Sorry, I've got literally five minutes. I I accept that. I accept that. Here is what, at least from this conversation, we can all confirm is the problem. The concession that you have made and the issue that William recognizes is that there are foreigners driving trucks in South Africa. Let's assume they've got the papers, okay, to make it somewhat easier. It's even worse if they don't have the papers because they're just simply illegal immigrants. They shouldn't be doing anything anyway. But let's assume they've got their papers. They are driving South African-operated trucks. Why is that even happening when there's a concession, even from your end, that this is not a scarce skill? How are members of the association getting away with that? This is not necessarily an enforcement issue, in other words, involving the Department of Labor. It's simply a compliance issue with members within the industry. Or if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong with this characterization, I welcome your correction. Yeah, you see, that's the thing, you are wrong, because... The ones who are driving have got papers, and you need to understand those papers, a fair amount of those papers, are no longer going to be valid at the end of the year. No longer going to be valid. So they will have to leave the system. I'm not quite sure how that's going to happen, Zongiza, because the Department of Labor and Home Affairs haven't come up with how that's going to be done. So you need to understand that even in the plan we have now, there's going to be a huge... Why will they be leaving at the end of the year? Because the, the, the system under which they've been working will no longer be valid. Very well. William, do you have a response to that? I mean, I think you understand the context of the questions I was putting to Gavin. Do you have any comments to say so far? And do you want to comment as to what's going to happen at the end of the year when the current system is no longer in place or no longer valid? Come again, I've just lost you there. My questions to Gavin were, how does it happen that there are foreign truck drivers driving South African trucks? Of course, assume that they've got the necessary papers. When there is an agreement and broad consensus between yourselves that it shouldn't be happening on the basis that this is not a scarce skill. Now, it has been happening. I hear from what Gavin is saying that that system is not going to be applicable towards the end of the year. The question is, how did it in the first place take place? 
How did it take place more, especially when there's consensus that these truck drivers are not bringing in a skill that is not readily available in the country? For whatever the reason it happened, it has happened. And moreover, do you believe that at the end of this year that there will be no foreign truck drivers driving South African-operated vehicles for the basis that the system that allows them will no longer be in employment? That's my final question. Thanks very much. Um, I think in responding to that, um, it talks to... Uh, a compact agreement that was entered into between today and also uh, the terms of reference, including the action plan, that will that that will respond to the question that we are raising because we have currently agreed that it should be uh, monitored on a monthly basis. And obviously, when it talks to a time frame, that will it will tell you and the listeners. Uh, as to where we are in terms of uh, the question that we are posing. I'm going to leave it there. This is my takeaway, and I'll give both of you 30 seconds to reply. The issue here is none other than... Okay, among the administrative issues at Home Affairs, it's not just an RFA issue, it's a national issue. The fact that our borders are porous, Home Affairs doesn't have control of its documents. It is a problem, and you are affected by it, just as everybody else in the country is, not least Health Department, for instance. That's a fact. Yes, it is a fact, too, that the Department of Labor and Employment doesn't have enough inspectors to be able to conduct labor inspections, not just in the RFA space or in the freight space, but everywhere where there's exploitation or perceptions thereof. We accept that. Here, the issue that you guys should be dealing with head-on is the fact that there are foreign nationals, with or without papers, who are driving South African-owned trucks. Members of the RFA have allowed that. It's not an issue for the department to sort out before it is an issue of compliance. Purely because there's concession on both your ends that this is not a scarce skill, it shouldn't happen. The fact that it's going to be happening at the end of the year is simply confirming what you guys now, today, have confirmed you know to be true. That this is not a scarce skill and they shouldn't be. And I have not received a satisfactory answer from you, Gavin. 30 seconds, Gavin. 30 seconds, William. Yeah, I think you missed the point totally. Um, We are satisfied that the plan is going to bring the changes that we want and that's where I'll rest. Well, William? No, thanks very much. Um, uh, quickly, I want us to understand that um, union uh, does not unions does not have jurisdiction to monitor compliance, in particular with regards to compliance of um, issues of home affairs, compliance with regards to issue of Department of Employment and Labour. So that is why we've um, established, agreed to establish this task team so that we can involve all all players. Uh, to monitor compliance and enforcement. Very well. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I appreciate your time, certainly. Thank you for ventilating the issues. We have not necessarily found each other, but I'm probably not the most important stakeholder in this conversation. But at least I have, through my producers, facilitated for the ventilation of the issues representing Satau and RFA. It certainly is my hope that I can enjoy driving on any South African road without the threat that has come to characterize the trucking industry spilling over into my private life. Moreover, the country doesn't need any more standoffs than it has enjoyed in the last couple of years. 2041.